0: Check out our daily articles on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. And while you're there, download our free app. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. Search for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. The Law Enforcement Today Radio Show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program, offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at TransformationsTreatment.com dot center got a special guest on the phone joining us from beautiful warren pennsylvania we have tammy from new hope dogs and we're going to take a little departure from our normal programming here at law enforcement today radio show tammy was referred to us by our good friend personally good friend and good friend of the radio show a retired sheriff sergeant joey rafferty he has one of their dogs named loki he says in his philly accent he's like you got to talk to tammy you gotta talk to tammy so she's calling us from warren pennsylvania tammy thanks so much for joining us on the law enforcement show thank you and it's a pleasure i understand you got a busy day you got some sort of fair going on so i know that you're busy enough with dogs with all you do then you got a fair on top of it and then you're taking time to talk to us about new hope dogs so it's greatly appreciated
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Before we go into details about what you do, uh, it's New Hope Assistance Dogs Incorporated. They're located in Warren, Pennsylvania. Their website is newhopedogs.org. That's newhopedogs.org. Phone number 814-726-1620. And I got to say this when i retired from police work and got into radio my first full-time radio job was in that area in the mountains of pennsylvania a little town called ridgeway at wddhfm also known as 97.5 the hound i did afternoons and uh so it's a beautiful area except in the winter it's i, I can still do win, the winter forecast now every day it's easy
1: Exactly. The winters are horrid up here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Chance of snow, one to three inches every night. Highs, 30 degrees. Lows, about 18. And winter lasts from November through March. Is that a fair assessment? It's more like
1: November almost to May. And it's the last couple of years we've had temperatures as low as like 20 below and closer to zero most days with feet of snow instead of inches. It seems like it's only getting worse and worse.
0: And my daughters, by the way, live in Buffalo, New York, so uh, they're not too far from you either. They're always complaining about the cold and the snow in the wintertime. Exactly. Let's talk about New Hope Dogs. A bird's eye view. What it is that you do?
1: Well, we train service dogs to help people have a more independent lifestyle. We specialize in young children and veterans. The majority of your organizations do not want to work especially with young children. Uh, Most of the time it's usually because there's a lot more work involved and you have to have like a third party. So it's not just working with the child. You're also working with the parent um, to co-mingle together to uh, work with the dog.
2: It's 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 a
1: a little bit more um, in-depth and a lot of times it seems that's an area under 12 years old. Most organizations don't want to work with when you get under five years old. That's it's almost unheard of. We have dogs with children as young as about a year, year and a half old. Wow,
0: that's amazing! Because it truly is a team effort with the service dogs. They're great. You know, I could talk dogs all day long. Uh, <laughs> I love dogs. I, I love what they do for us, trained or untrained. But what's you're saying, when you see a dog with behavioral problems, you, you look at the owner. So it's they're a team. And if you if you don't work closely with the other human portion of that team, they can only be very little uh, assistance correct exactly
1: um, it's and that's why you see one person per one dog um, you can't train like a dog, if you have a mom with seizures and a child with autism and another child with Down syndrome, the dog can only work for one person because it needs to be completely devoted and focalized on that person so that when something happens, it's able to determine that something's going on, say, for instance, as seizures. You don't want to take the focus off of the dog paying attention to the person with seizures because they might miss a seizure and not let the person know. Gotcha. That's why it's so important when you're out in public and you see signs on the dog that say do not pet, do not disturb, do not make eye contact, um, you know, please do not touch, it's for that reason. It's not that people are trying to be mean in any way. It's that they don't want to take the focus off of themselves with the dog because they could potentially miss something important if it's diabetic seizures uh, you know, you now you have your veterans with their PTSD. Right. Um, and a lot of them, you know, they don't want to be bothered. They don't want you coming up to them. They're trying to be able to get out in public and just kind of get through quick and get back home, where we've got veterans who, I have one veteran who has not left his house. It was like 14, 15 months, did not leave his house. Literally, his property, like the acre he lived on, he got his dog. He's actually coming from Pennsylvania, traveling into North Carolina to visit his daughter now.
0: That's great. That, it's so, great. Yes, they, they allow them to have a more complete, full, I, I want to say normal because that's a word that's really overused, but a, a, a more complete life.
1: Exactly. So that they're able to actually get out and go to the grocery store or you know, just do the little things. For the veterans that are married or have a significant other, um, go into weddings, go into family events. They just don't do because they can't handle it. So now, with the help of the dog, they can attend these things, and the feedback I get from especially the spouses is amazing because they're like, wow, I never thought there'd be a day that, you know, we could actually go do these things again. Or even if they've got, you know, a wife or husband and children, and they want to get out and go somewhere. Definitely makes their life you know, more complete and able to be part of the family again.
0: So I get when, for example, if people aren't familiar with the concept of service dogs, let's go back to the guide dogs, the seeing-eye dogs. And still people will walk up and want to pet them. And when you say, don't distract the animal, the animal's working, that person may step into moving traffic if the dog's distracted. So that's why you don't do that. And it's exactly. equally as significant with service dogs, whether it be a seizure dog, PTSD dog, it's equally as important that people respect that that dog is working and that dog has a mission. And that, and that dog, by the way, not that I'm supposed to for dogs, but that dog lives to do that job. That's what they're bred for. That's what they're trained for. That's, that's where they get their sense of satisfaction, that they're part of a team. They're helping that person. And that person gives back in return. Exactly. It makes
1: complete sense. Like when you walk up, you can ask the person, you know, may I pet your dog, may I interact, whatever. Once in a while, they may allow you to just depending on the situation. But for the most part, your best bet is, you know, if you walk up, just speak to the person, don't touch the dog, you know, nothing of that sort the um, wanting to take, you know, take the focus off of the other person, it doesn't really matter whether it's something as critical as diabetic or seizures. When we do outings, there's outings that we do that we go out in specifically like the fair this week. We are allowing the dogs to interact with people because we're trying to socialize them, get them used to the lights, the sounds, the people, the kids screaming, all the noises and everything going on. But then once we vest them up and we get to a certain point, then we're like, okay, we're sorry, the dog is currently working. We do not want any interaction with anybody and the dog. So it's not, you know people kind of have this persona that the dogs don't ever get to be a dog. Sure they do. And they certainly do because once the person comes in and does the team training and they go home with the dog, it could be a period of two to six months I start getting phone calls where they're like, wow, I went to, you know, my typical routine and I got up and we're going to go for a walk and the dog brought me the leash and brought me his vest. They're like, why? And I said, well, you know, they learn the routine. Then they're coming and they're doing that because they know that that's it. They're getting ready, you know, to do their work. And then they'll turn around and say, you know, we put the vest on, we go out, they're completely perfect. They do everything they need to. They, you know, exactly what needs to be done. We get back home, we take the vest off. They said, it's like you getting home from work at night and then you change your clothes and you put your lounge clothes on like, okay, I'm relaxing. So they get home, they take the vest off the dog and the dog's a typical dog. They get to run around and play, play with the other dogs. If there's children in the house or other members in the family, we still structure it a way that they can interact with the dog, but it would never totally be that the dog could run around and play with kids and to go out and throw the ball or anything like that, they could go out and throw the ball like say if dad is a veteran and has the dog they could very structured go out and throw the ball for maybe 20 minutes you know maybe um, once a week or every other week and it's still all structured with dad being right there and dad would be the only one ideally like giving commands dad would be the only one giving the dog treats and giving the praise so it's still even when they are a regular dog we still structure the rest of the family around it so that they are not, you know, just going in and like playing just like everything is completely like any dog would be.
0: We are talking with new Hope Assistance Dogs uh, director, Tammy Rogers. We're talking about dogs and I lose my mind. I do it all the time. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how they help, who they help, and what you can do to help. If you listen to enforcement today, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Public safety professionals are regular people that heroically rush forward. Despite the fire or the storm, despite the worst of society and the undeserved contempt, they rush in to save, to protect, to hold our nation together. For more than 50 years, Galls has stood with our troops stationed abroad and
3: with our nation's first responders who serve us here at home every day.
2: Galls proud to serve America's public safety professionals. Visit GALS.com today.
0: We all know that law enforcement... for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center.
3: Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the debt helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. That's 800-948-6817.
0: Welcome back to the Law Enforcement Today Show. Joining us from Warren, Pennsylvania, on the telephone, Tammy Rogers, Director of New Hope Assistance Dogs in Warren, Pennsylvania. I was referred to you by Joey Rafferty. Joey is a retired sheriff Sergeant. He has one of your dogs. Uh, He has a PTSD service dog named Loki, who is a phenomenal animal, great dog. Uh, Does an awesome job with him. And he said, you gotta talk with these folks you mentioned earlier, Tammy, you know, that you do a lot of work with children, which a lot of service dogs groups don't. You do a lot of work with veterans. And I know personally from Joey that you also do work with first responders and, and law enforcement. Who are some of the, the typical, for lack of better words, first responder, military type clients? What type of dogs and services do they need?
1: Generally, it's gonna be PTSD. Um, it's gonna be somebody approaching them Maybe from the back side, like if they're at an ATM, we can teach the dog to sit beside them looking back. And like if somebody approaches them, the dog would stand. So, therefore, somebody's not going to just walk right up on them. From there, you would have, like, your amputees, uh, TBI, uh, the traumatic brain injury. And then from there, it it kind of goes out whether you're looking at your seizures, your diabetic. Uh, We have a lot of your, um, like, the first responders and the veterans also having your your older ones having, um, like, Agent Orange, different things like that happening. um, and, And having a plethora of health issues that are kind of indescribable because they're, they're not one and the same with anybody. Everybody's totally different. Even with your, like your seizures, everybody's totally different. There's you know so many different types of them. We virtually can do a dog for almost anything that creeps up. If we don't have a command for it and there's a need, we can try to come up with a command. So that there's you know something they can help them with, but we do things such as circle is another one of our commands for those people that don't like people coming right up to them. The dog can circle around them. He will just make a complete circle around them, and it kind of pushes people
0: back. Right, almost like the herding instinct, where it's like uh, it's trying to keep the herd inside, but also keep people out. Exactly. Are there certain breeds you work with, or, or do you do multiple different breeds?
1: We do have multiple breeds. Um, The majority of our dogs are going to be Golden Retrievers and Labrador Retrievers. The majority of our children usually get a golden, and that is because they are, we call our Velcro dog, because that's pretty much what they are. They're kind of glued right to you. For our veterans, those two options are available, and we also offer shepherds and Dutch shepherds in that realm for our veterans. we For people that have allergies, we do offer doodles, and we have full-size poodles as well, just depending on how are the
0: allergies, so there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just uh, I like a certain breed, but you have to look at allergies. You have to look at temperament. You have to look at traits and uh, what they're they're conditioned and trained for. I personally, I have Rottweilers, and um, you know, I don't have to worry about too many people coming up to say hello when I walk my dogs. Especially if I have like a, a tank top on and a tattoo showing, they don't they don't approach me too often. And uh, but one thing they do. And I don't know if this is something that is in, inherent with the breed or that dog, but multiples of Rottweilers we have had done is when I start getting upset and I start getting angry, and I'm retired police. When I start getting irritated, quite often they will either come and sit on my foot or put their paw on my foot. Is that a trait of something that, that some of your dogs have?
1: The Goldens are notorious to sit and give you their paw. Uh-huh. We're like okay, you just want us to hold your hand, and they will sit there forever. Um, they will come. They will paw at you, like you're saying, or apply deep pressure. Dogs, I think, just kind of have it in them to apply the deep pressure. For some reason, it just seems to come natural uh, when people are upset. And if they're sitting on the ground, that the dog comes right up and lays right in their lap. Yeah, you know, and tries it's almost to take like he's spoken. saying,
0: "Hey, I'm here. Pay attention to what's going on now," and trying to break me from whatever that train of thought is going on.
1: Most definitely, and especially for our people who self-harm, it's very good because we will mimic what's happening with the person when we're doing training. So if somebody sits against the wall and hits their head against the wall, we would mimic that, and then we would teach the dog to squeeze between us and the wall. So, therefore, the person's not able to hit their head. Right. And so, yep, It and, and all of our dogs are completely custom trained to exactly the needs. When we do team training, generally, it is just that person or the, their family and us working with them. It's not like we have 10 people in and we're doing team training with everybody. So, we, we go one step further than most organizations and do um, that it's completely customized and not just... Uh, basis and then you go home and you add things in you know they show you how to add them in we add them in and then we work with the people directly
0: none of this can be cheap so let's talk about the part that that no one wants to talk about you must constantly be working on raising donations and getting donations to fund your 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 services how do people of anywhere in the united states they want to help what do they do
1: They can go to the website at the www.NewHopeDogs.org, and they can donate right on there. They can put a note on there if they want it to go to, like, the Veteran Fund or the Children's Fund. They can also look at the clients and upcoming events page, and on there there's actually people who are raising money towards their dogs. And then, of course, as you said, yeah, we're we're doing fundraisers, we're doing grants, we're always looking for something because everything – uh, like all of us here do not take a salary. The only part of our organization that actually gets paid are the trainers, get about half of what they should at at minimum, Um, and then our uh, staff who cleans the kennels and takes care of the dogs that way. But as far as, like myself, the president, the secretary, the treasurer, vice president, the majority of us do volunteer work to help offset that cost. We've done this for the last 18 years and 25 years prior to doing the service dogs we did police dogs narcotics search and rescue cadaver bomb so we've been in dogs
0: our entire lives. so this it's- is basically your vocation your calling and, and speaking exactly of calling yep. if right now someone's listening going i need a service dog i need an assistance dog uh, whether it be a veteran a first responder uh, some of a child what's the first thing they should do
1: an email they can go on to the website and they can send an email through there um, and tell us a little bit about hey what do you need help with and maybe the dynamics of the family and then request an application you can put a phone number in there because I generally like to try to talk to people before I send the application only because it kind of gives me an idea time wise what are they looking for what do they need help with do we currently have dogs that are getting close to being ready to go do we have a new litter of puppies we've also started a new program with puppy raisers and we're doing this. And this, then again, even though we specialize in young children and veterans, we do open up the door to anybody that is in need of a dog. But the puppy program is where they actually will get a puppy anywhere from eight weeks to say six or seven months and they're going to be raising their own service dog under our guidance. So definitely people like within a two-hour radius that's willing to come to training every week or every other week and then as winter gets here, they're minimal training or we do Skype training, things like that, because they're far enough along. But they will be raising their own service dog, and it works well, especially in young children, because it allows the dog to bond with the child as they grow. You know, maybe for someone who's at home and doesn't get out or has seizures, diabetic, the post-traumatic stress, things like that, When, when the dog's able to grow in that home, it only makes the bond that much better from a younger age, and so it works well. So people that are closer, that's another
0: option. Get more details, get more information online, newhopedogs.org. That's newhopedogs.org. Tammy Rogers, thanks so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. We've got another great guest heading your way on Law Enforcement Today. We'll be back in just a few moments.
1: As a small
4: business owner, there's one word that you absolutely dread, payroll. For small businesses, it's a big burden. You may think you're saving time and money doing it yourself, but come on, are you? Timesheets, processing checks, calculating taxes, a total waste of your time. Paychecks simplifies payroll processing, saving you time and money. Submit your payroll online, fax it in, or call your dedicated Paychex payroll specialist. And you're done! Learn more at trypaychecks.com. Come on, do the math. The IRS dishes out 8 million penalties a year. Make one mistake, and you're on the hook. On average, you're losing nearly one business day every month doing payroll. That's time and money you'll never get back, unless you get paychecks. More than half a million small businesses already do. Call 877-375-3164. Trade payroll pressure for peace of mind. Call now, 877-375-3164. That's 877-375-3164. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to
3: this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 948 6817. 800 948 6817. 800 948 6817. That's 800 948 6817.
0: The law enforcement today show brought to you in part by GALLS, G-A-L-L-S dot com. Again, their website is g a l com. They've been supplying first responders, police officers, law enforcement, public safety, firefighters for more than 50 years. And they got a huge selection of products that anybody can use from outerwear, boots, clothing, you name it. They got it at galls.com. Join us on the phone from Pennsylvania. We have U.S. Army Retired Sergeant Megan Dennis. Uh, Sarge, thanks so much for joining us on the Law Enforcement Today show. It's a pleasure to have you.
5: Hey, thanks for having me on.
0: And are you referred by our good friend, friend of the show and personal friend, Bucks County Sheriff's Sergeant Retired Joey Rafferty. Uh, Joey's a good friend. He's also was on the show not that long ago. He has a service dog named Loki that's a PTSD service dog, and he said, hey, you got to talk to my friend Megan because she's in the process of getting a PTSD service dog from New Hope Dogs up in Warren, Pennsylvania. We just got done talking to them just a few moments ago. Great folks, by the way.
5: They are. They, they're great people, great trainers, and they're doing great things, so I, I can't speak more highly of them. I'm sure Joey's spoke very highly of them and I actually currently have Lexi Loki's sister with me and she's in training I had her I don't know about two hours under their supervision and then for lack of a better description I kind of rented the dog out for a few days to bond with her before I go back to do full training
0: so this is a multi-stage process for you you just don't go pick up a dog and leave five minutes later
5: absolutely not these Though these dogs are trained partially when you get them, you have to train with your specific dog, and they'll put, a couple do- they'll put you in a room with a couple dogs, and they let the dog choose you. Uh-huh. And the difference with mine is I fell in love with Lexi because she has a little floppy ear. She's a full-bred German Shepherd, and she had a hematoma on her ear. The vet cleared the hematoma but clipped the cartilage. So gotcha. her cartilage is damaged, and now her ear flops.
0: So she's got that cute, like, hey, what's going on look about her, doesn't she?
5: Right. Yeah. Like a dope. Yeah, like, doo doo. <laughs> Always Here looking I around am. like,
0: what's up? Hey, we'll just do something. So Lexi is about how old?
5: She is three years old, July 7th. Um, like I said, she's Loki's sister. They in the same litter.
0: And I love and Loki. What a great dog he is. And uh, so Lexi's uh, got to be just as good.
5: Well, sure, when she's not trying to eat Loki's face yeah, off, because yeah. that's the thing that's been happening. That's what they right. do. So, so she's still very much a
0: do. dog, and, and people tend to forget. And this is one of the conversations that Tammy and I had, is that people tend to forget when they see a dog with a vest that says service dog, don't walk up and pet the dog. You know, they're they're okay. working, they have a job to do, and they need to focus on that task at hand. And then exactly. they, have chance, they have a chance later on to, to decompress and just be a dog and be a family pet. But they, they very much are working dogs.
5: They are. Anytime we're out in a vest, and if there's one thing that I could get out and hopefully get some awareness on, is whenever you see an individual with a dog with a vest on, they are exactly that. They're working. They're right. working dogs. Just like you would not walk up on a police officer with his dog. No. Because that dog is his partner. That dog is working all the time. You don't want to walk up on somebody with a service dog in a vest.
0: No, you don't.
5: Don't ask if you can pet my dog. No, you cannot because my dog is working right now. My dog has a job to do, and the reason my dog is in between you and me is because you are too close, and they're trying to get you out of their way. Right. They're not asking for attention. They're doing their job.
0: Now, that's not to be confused with being a protection dog. You know, like a, a bite type dog. This is one that actually mm. they, they almost do a blockade, but they're not uh, aggressive. They just want to keep people from right. encroaching in your space.
5: Exactly, the, and they will just stand in front of me. In fact, before I got Lexi and Joey had already brought Loki home. Joey and I were out one night, and both Joey and I were triggering. And Loki so now, was for people who don't know
0: it. what that means, explain what oh. triggering means
5: there were things going on in the environment that we were in that were flipping a switch for a description. Like I was perfectly fine. I was not having any kind of anxiety about where I was at. And then all of a sudden it got kind of loud and, and I couldn't get my bearings and I didn't know what was coming up behind me. And Loki that, so all of that was triggering my anxiety right? because I didn't feel safe in that moment. So Loki keyed on me and and he came up and he blocked because he knew I couldn't see behind me. He came up and blocked on my flank because Joey was standing in front of me. So, Loki blocked for both of us at that point.
0: Gotcha. So, that you're, we're so talking about he, classic symptoms of PTSD. And the, the dog is so well-trained that, yeah. that he or she spots it and immediately starts to take action.
5: Yeah. And it, it's all because you spend... Seven, ten days, sometimes more, sometimes less, out at New Hope training from sun up to sun sundown and in the middle of the night. You train hard with your dog and you bond with your dog so that they can feel your energy when it switches over. Loki knew that I was upset. And then Joey had also acknowledged that I was upset at what was going on and So his anxiety got up a little bit because he was worried about his friend being anxious. Right. And so Loki took that place. Well, now we have both Loki and Lexi and they follow both of us around. They sit and look at both of us like, Hey, what are we doing now?
0: So they're dedicated and they're devoted to you. And for, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist, but one of the things that, that happens for a lot of people with PTSD, doesn't matter military veterans, law enforcement, first responders, where it came from is that elevated stress will often trigger a lot of these symptoms and a a very biological physiological response that includes adrenaline, fight or flight flashbacks and all these other things. And it can be debilitating.
5: It is. Yes. And it can be. And that's, it's funny that you bring that up because it doesn't matter where the PTSD has come from. It's some trauma, some form of trauma. It, you don't even have to be a first responder, law enforcement, military vet for that. Right. It's just a regular Joe Schmoe, and you witness a terrible accident. Now you're affected by it because right. it was awful.
0: And it's so, not just the person that, that has the, I call it a brain injury. Yeah. It also affects everyone close to them. their are family members. their their intimate relationships. Things become much more difficult. So these dogs can help not just... The person afflicted, but everybody in her life that matters to them.
5: Yes.
0: Talking and about New Hope Assistance Dogs, which in Warren, Pennsylvania. Their website address is newhopedogs.org. That's newhope dogs.org. Now, Megan, you were in the process. You just got Lexi. You're still in the training stages. You're a United States Army veteran. Yes. And and What is it that you are hoping that Lexi will be able to do for you and allow you to do?
5: I spend a lot of time self-isolating because, uh, without getting into great detail, part of my PTSD diagnosis comes from, um, I I was the victim of a couple military sexual traumas. Mm -hmm. And I have an issue being out. I have an issue not being, if I don't have somebody that can go with me to, say, the grocery store, I'm not going to go. I'll order the groceries and go pick them up, but I'm not going to go in and go shopping because there's too many people and I can't trust that somebody isn't going to do something inappropriate to me. It's something that I'm working on for sure in my therapy every week, but those are things that I've carried all of that trauma for so long that, My body
0: has already rewired it So now I have to unwire it And that's going to take a lot of work It's a a long, slow, arduous process We're going to take a short break We're talking with U.S. Army Veteran Sergeant Dennis We're talking about service dogs PTSD service dogs in particular From NewHopeDogs.org This is Law Enforcement Today We'll be right back Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program, offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center.
2: If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage. And your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-569-2507. That's 800-569-2507. Again, 800-569-2507.
0: Public safety professionals are regular people that heroically rush forward. Despite the fire or
3: the storm, despite the worst of society and the undeserved contempt, they rush in
0: to save, to protect, to hold our nation together. For more than 50 years, Galls has stood with our troops stationed abroad and with our nation's first responders who serve us here at home every day.
2: Gauls, proud to serve America's public safety professionals. Visit Galls.com today.
0: Welcome back to the Law Enforcement Today's Show. Uh, Joins us on the phone from Pennsylvania, U.S. Army veteran, Sergeant Megan Dennis, not a law enforcement officer, but that's okay. You know, one of the things that, that you know and I know, and most anyone who's a first responder knows, there's a kinship with our military. And, and so many of our first responders, our law enforcement officers, are military veterans. So even without that, we have a closeness and I guess you could say an affinity and an understanding in a lot of ways. Uh, you were diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Yes. It's had a tremendous, profound impact on the quality of your life. And you made a decision that as part of your recovery, you want to get a service dog from newhopedogs.org. And her, do- her name is Lexi. yeah, You made a great point. I don't think it really matters where it comes from. For law enforcement officers, for military veterans, combat veterans, uh, sexual assault survivors, uh, traumatic incidents, accidents, doesn't doesn't matter. It's about people finding a way to get beyond and recover from the scenario and the situation they're in.
5: Correct. And this is one of the most natural and homeopathic ways to do it, especially in the middle of a nation that is having this epic drug epidemic with mm-hmm. opioids and benzos. Right. I just had this fight with my psychiatrist to actually, with the VA, because I have to have a letter. I mean, I have all my medical documentation, but I also have to have a letter of recommendation from my psychiatrist. For the so dog? I, for the dog. Okay. I, it's, for lack of better, prescri- it's a prescription for a dog, but it's a, a letter of recommendation for me to finish the process. And I'm waiting on that right now because my response from my therapist or my psychiatrist rather was, well, I'm really concerned because if you have this dog and you depend on this dog and something happens to the dog, then you could get worse. I said, okay, so what's worse? I'm going to self-isolate my house. Right. And you won't give me any medication because people are abusing it. So I'm going to that's a
0: nightmare scenario in and of itself that has really bitten a lot of people in the, in the, you know, you know, where these, these medications are so heavy duty that it can create its own specific nightmare.
5: Correct. And so then I looked at her, I said, so what if I have a dog for a day or 10 years? If something happens to any of my, my fur family members, I'm going to be devastated. Yeah but that doesn't mean you you shouldn't give me the right to try that option if it's the one thing that's going to help me.
0: You know, I still grieve drug. over dogs that have gone to the Rainbow Bridge years and years ago. Right. And I, I, I swear I never want to go through it again when it happens. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm I'm never doing this again, and yet I can't be without them.
5: I, I am with you. Lexi is going to join a house that's 4- uh, rescued cats and two rehomed parrots that's what she's going to go home do
0: so it's like a menagerie
5: it is we have a little a little zoo going and, and and i finally the luxury's it i I put the cut off no no more animals come to my house because at this point i'm not going to be able to eat
0: but gotcha but I, I got a question any, it, yeah. for for any anybody who is struggling with a post-traumatic stress disorder uh, be military veteran, first responder, or, or their loved ones. This is your chance to talk to them and say, what should they do?
5: I really, the biggest thing, please don't ever, ever think that this doesn't exist or think that somebody isn't entitled to the PTSD diagnosis that they have because maybe they didn't serve in combat. Mm-hmm guess what? I didn't serve in combat. I have a deployment in support of a combat operation, but that wasn't my job for combat, but I still have it.
0: How about those people that struggle and they don't realize that it gets better and that there is light at the end of the tunnel?
5: Oh, there's such a great, great, like seven paragraph story about it. Um, And in a nutshell, it's one of those, when you feel so broken, so alone, and so far deep in that that hole of despair, and you think you've got no one, pick up your phone and dial the first number you can think of. Because I promise, somebody's going to answer the phone and be able to help you remember that the light is there, that you can come out of it, and it's hard, and you can struggle, and... You might have days that you fall right back in it. But you're not allowed to stay there. No, we're not allowed to quit. No.
0: got to stay in the fight. You, of- you have to stay in the fight because uh, it does get better. And it does. I would suspect that a lot of people have difficulty talking about it. You've had this entire conversation, and the, the nice thing about it is you talked, but we didn't have to go into specifics. We didn't have to go into specifics about what caused it. We didn't have to go into specifics about what it's like all the time. Those are things that really are not necessary to have a conversation with someone that's struggling with PTSD. And it's also not necessary that you have a full understanding of what they're going through to be assistance.
5: Exactly. You have to understand that there's mood swings that come with it. There's a lot of irritability that comes with it because it's very hard sometimes for us to try and express what's happening and why we're feeling or behaving a certain way because we don't know why. It's a catch-22. We our Our senses are heightened from whatever has been going on. They're responding to something, but sometimes we don't know what it is. So it's extremely important just for loved ones to understand that when we have those kind of days or those moments, don't stop loving us. Don't think it's personal. Don't take it personal. Just be there and say, let me know what I can do. That's, That's all we want to hear. Let me know what I can do.
0: That's a great a concept. Lot of times,
5: a lot of times we're going to say, there's nothing you can do, but can you just be here with me? I don't know how I feel, and I, I'm I'm struggling today.
0: You know, i I got to say this. I don't often talk about it. Over the weekend, I, I had a day that... As a matter of fact, I called Joey, I talked to him, I talked to another guy that I wasn't doing well. And when I say it wasn't doing well, it wasn't, you know, wasn't horrible, but I knew that when it gets like that, the best thing I can do is I, I withdraw. I don't isolate. I withdraw. I get away from people and I deal with it and I don't try to fight it. I just find a way to deal with it, manage it and get calm back to, for lack of better words, my center. Uh, right, and that's that's just the process goes through. I mean, my wife understands. She she doesn't know all what it's like, but she knows enough to say that this is the best way I can help is not to be intrusive, but to be supportive. You know, and all right. all we ever need, all people ever need is is a friend who doesn't necessarily understand what's there anyway.
5: Yeah, this is. I believe in you, and and I don't know what's going on, and it may feel really dark, but. You know, I'm here, I'm going to help you out, and we'll do it together. And it, it's not easy. I, I've i worked with Joey for a couple of years on under, his understanding of what's happening. And it's because I've been there. And he was that dude in the hole that I said, yo, there's a light. I've got a shovel and a flashlight. I know how to do this. Come on. That's what you do. <laughs> You're not allowed to quit. And that's Sergeant what Sergeant Dennis,
0: I, I'm yes. going to have to cut you off because we are running out of time. Megan Dennis, U.S. Okay. Army military veteran, uh, thank you for so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for talking. We definitely have to have you back again in the future. Thanks so much.
5: Thank you again for having me.
0: It's time for the do-good, feel-good tip of the day brought to you by Transformations Treatment Center. Online at transformationstreatment.center. Call 888-991-9725. Today's do-good, feel-good tip of the day sent in by Joey Rafferty, retired sheriff sergeant. And his tip of the day is simply to eat. Eat around the same time every day within an hour. After working years of shift work, he said he found that he often skipped meals. And guess what happened? His mood suffered. He got what you call hangry. And hangry is not good for anyone. Want to feel good? Make sure you eat around the same time every day. Your mood will be more stable. You'll be friendlier. You'll feel better. You'll do better. And everyone around you will appreciate it. So, the do good, feel good tip of the day is... Eat around the same time every day and don't skip meals. By the way, got a do good, feel good tip of the day suggestion you want to send in? Email them to me. That's J, J A Y, at law com. And that was the do good, feel good tip of the day, brought to you by Transformations Treatment Center online at transformationstreatment.center. Call 888-991-9725, providing comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. In addition, they have law enforcement, first responder, military veteran treatment segment run by military veterans and first responders. That's Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. If you want to be a guest on the show, or you know someone who'd be a great guest, so just contact us. The easiest way is to go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com, the Contact Us tab. I'd like to thank our guests so much for coming on the Law Enforcement Today show. got another great guest heading your way next week. Don't miss it. Until then, this is John J. Wiley. See ya.